We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. On today's show, we're going to be talking about the Wild Cowboys and Lions game, Lamar Jackson, and the Ravens going crazy on Miami. And it was my birthday. And for a present, I got myself a fat Ella. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Big Play Slay, man. So yesterday was your boy birthday, man. So I'm on big 3-3, man. I enjoyed my birthday. Only thing was bad about my birthday is we took the L. Other than that, man, my kids, everyone had a great time. The wife had me something set up nice. She took me to dinner with the kid. Ate good. So everything was going great, man. But it seems to be that I cannot get a dub on the birthday, man. This is my third loss on my birthday. I just can't help it right now. I don't know what else to do. I don't know one thing I need to do is tell the football gods, please do not have a game around my birthday. But your boy knee is feeling pretty good, man. Did a little couple workouts, man. Been feeling good. Uh, Getting back to my normal self. I'm finally back in there uh, trying to get going. You know what I'm saying? So the knee status is very, very well right now. It's doing better than what we expected. So we're looking forward to getting back back out there as soon as possible. And getting going, man. You know, I had to finally got the stitches and everything out, you know, so it's looking real good, looking real neat. 
You know what I'm saying? If you said, if you a doctor out here, if you're a doctor in the show right now, you will be very happy how my knee looking. You know, y'all know how y'all be having y'all little knee fetish and all that kind of stuff. Like, man, this look beautiful. And my eyes is like, nah, I don't. But it got scars on it and all kind of mess. But they be like, it look beautiful. I don't know where they get that from because it look ugly to me. But hey, they like it. I love it. But feeling wise, I'm feeling good, man. I'm almost there. Almost there. So Eagles fans, you ain't got to wait too much longer. Overall, it's Tuesday. This loss is still on my mind, man. So, Eagles fans, we got to get it together. We got to get it going. But that's for later on right now. So, we'll talk about that a little later, man. I got a lot to talk about with that game situation. But let's get into some big NFL news, man, that's been going on around the league that's really need to be talked about. Let's get into the first game. I'm talking about a Saturday game, make you feel like it's back in college days. The Cowboys and the Detroit Lions. That game was wow craziest ending in a long long time i'm talking about i've been sending all the little video clips of guys coming in saying they report it looks like they report and i don't know too much like i'm not talking to the ref directly but with me knowing how the game worked i can tell y'all right now the head coach dan campbell like you got to report that kind of stuff before the game even like start so like the referees come in there because they come in there and ask you hey do you got any kind of trick plays you got all this kind of stuff going on. Do you have this going on? So you got to like come somewhat draw up the play and show them what's going on. And then you got to always show a guy that you're going to have reporting all the time. So they knew they got an understanding of it. And for the fact that they executed just how they was taught to do and it still failed them, that's that's a that's a rough mistake. You know what I'm saying? These refs starting to have to get fined. And as you see, that group of refs got downgraded because – I mean, come on now, you costing games. So in Jerry World, like if he, when he have his days when guys come in and elite players and or ring of honors and stuff like that, hey, it's hard to win there. Jimmy Johnson, the one that got the Cowboys kind of like going, made it really truly the America's team. You know what I'm saying? So it was his day, his ring of honor. A lot of guys were there to support him. He had all the great Cowboys that was in there. Emmitt Smith, Demarcus Ware. He had Michael Irvin. He had a lot of guys in that building. And, you know, and to take an L on that type of day, Jerry wasn't letting that happen. I mean, look, cross the league. I'm, I'm, I joke a lot, man. Everybody be saying about Jerry World and this and that and that. And the third is hard to win. He got the refs in his back pocket. We might be playing a lot, but it's some kind of truth to it somewhere. I'm trying to tell you, bro, because every time something happened that's big down there, like they have a big event, anything going on, something fluky always happened. And I've been a part of it in 2014 with the playoffs. And I was thinking that's like their first time kind of like getting back into the playoff and getting to the second round in a long time. So like that was a very, very close game. Like picking up flags, all kind of crazy nonsense, man, because they had a great record that year that was playing amazing. And they couldn't let that year go to waste losing in the first round because it just don't happen. You know what I'm saying? So it's a little jokes to it. You know, all us in the locker room will be talking about, man, it's hard to win in Jerry Ware, but it's some truth to it too now. It'd be hard now. He gotta get he he be making some calls or something. He got his he got his hand in his, in their back pocket or something, man. Because they're America's team. They got a lot of pressure on them, man. So they wanna win. They are a winning team. They wanna be a winning program. And then one thing I'm just trying to say, y'all, man, it is hard to win there. That's why they eight what, eight and oh now at home? We're not surprised at all. This is hard. It's very hard, man. So shit happens there a lot. And now on to the biggest game of the week was the Ravens and Dolphins. And what that makes that game was so big for because the Ravens just spanked on San Fran's. Look, Lamar came out there and stomped on them. You know what I'm saying? Just really got on them. Got out through them, played ball, played fast. 
I knew it could have been a tough game knowing that Waddle is down. And, you know, that's that's a tough part of their offense. That's a good piece of their offense. That's very, very good, very, very talented kid. Even though Tyreek Hill is at the MVP top of the list, it still be hard, you know, because guys can really just key on him. And they got a great pass defense, like a very great pass team. Got guys that's really get after the ball, guys that uh, attack, attack and tackle. Marlon Humphrey is over there leading the way. And uh, the young kid, man, uh, Hamilton, he is playing out of his mind right now, playing at an all-pro level. And, of course, you got one of the best linebackers in the league, Raekwon Smith. Like, them guys are playing crazy right now. Defense is flying around. And shout-out to my guy, Denard. He's over there, man. He was my DB coach last year, man. I'm happy for him over there. He's doing his thing, man. Got that secondary going, playing well. Uh, so I'm not surprised over the results. Them guys are playing at elite, elite level. And um, But, yeah, man, they doing their thing, man. They defense go out there and play ball. They play together. They play fast. And they play for each other, man. That's one of the biggest things about being a great defense is playing for each other. And them guys are doing it over there. You can see it on the field, man. They out there to go out there, make a statement. And them boys making statements on some of the best teams in the league right now. Back-to-back -back weeks with quarterbacks that's been MVP candidates all during the year, and they went out there and dominated both of them. So uh, I'm not surprised them guys out there really playing and doing it well. There's a topic that I want to get to last week, but I had waited to, you know, the fact that this team is you no know, fighting to get in the playoffs. They're on the road, man. They just won a game against the Minnesota Vikings. So you'll see where I'm going with this. This Jair situation, man, just got suspended for being a captain in his hometown. Well, home state, really. And, you know, from Charlotte, a kid from Charlotte, and, you know, and got suspended. Man, that's tough. You know, with me being a captain, and I play corner two as well, um, my thoughts on it is the fact that, um, yeah, man, I know he had a C on his chest. You know what I'm saying? So I know he was a, a captain on the team. I don't know if he got taken or what, but the fact that the fact the fact that one of your best players on your team, one of your all-pro corners, that goes to his hometown for the first time playing in his city, and he's not a captain, that's no – that just tells a lot about the organization and how that or the team or the head coach feels about the player. You know what I'm saying? Because if he's a captain with a seal on his chest and he comes home, like they usually be the guys that walk out, get a coin toss and all this great stuff that's going on. Because I know uh, even when I came back to Detroit, I didn't even have a seal on my chest. And my head coach let me walk out there with the guys because of the fact that I spent so much time in Detroit, seven years, and it's a very important game to me. He fell out of slate. You go be a captain and you call the coin. And I didn't even have a seal on my chest that year. So uh, I understand how he felt, man. You know, he just felt like, hey, man, I done did a lot for this organization. Been an all pro, pro bowl corner and everything for y'all. Gave my heart and soul to y'all. And y'all can't let me be a captain in my home city. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's tough. You know what I'm saying? I, they handled it how they wanted to handle it. But I would have been mad. You know what I'm saying? Just being honest, that just don't sit right with me. But, um, yeah, man, that's a big topic, man. But understanding they could have communicated that better. You know what I'm saying? I probably would have communicated that better and just like, hey, coach, man, I think you should let me be a captain or whatever and let me do my thing. But uh, seemed like they didn't communicate that at all. So, uh, yeah, that was tough. But he did say on the video that the guys agreed to doing it. So this is a team sport with the guys that's playing the game. So if the guys was cool with it, I probably would have been cool with it too. So let's transition, man, into this Eagles and Cardinals game. This is a tough one to talk about. I'm talking about very, very tough for me to talk about, man, because the situation we're in, we controlled our own destiny at the time. Could have won, could have won the East, winning out, got the number two seed, but now we're leaving it to somebody else's hands, and that's not a good feeling. But let's get into this game, man. So I got to give a shout out to my boy Gannon. You know what I'm saying? He was my DC last year. I still got a lot of respect for him. He did a great job, man. Like we said, like I said last week. 
These two teams know each other very well, man. They've been together for so long, man. So we knew it could possibly be a close game because the fact that these guys know each other so well. And if you really look at the Arizona Cardinal games, like they are better than what they record to say. You know, they play a lot of teams tough. You know what I'm saying? So they just, you know, just don't got the finishing touch. And right now, we just don't got the finishing. We can always play good and well, but we just not finishing it. That's the biggest issue with us right now. We're not finishing in the fourth quarter or the second half. And we got to be better, man. We got to be better. We did not go in here thinking like, oh, this is a three and whatever team. It's going to be a pushover. But, hey, that's why I know y'all fans think that. That's what the fans think. We don't think that because it's football. Anybody can win any given Sunday. And with Callum Murray playing at a high level, he was playing pretty good, man. He had a great game, man. I'm talking about, it just feel like they was in our head, every play. I'm talking about, anytime we was one high, they threw the ball. Anytime we was two high, they ran the ball. It was like, they OC did a great job of really, like, understanding. So it was like, we had to go watch film and, like, is it any type of tells we telling these teams that they know when to run the ball and pass the ball? So whenever we thought we was, they go run it, they passed it. When they thought we was go pass it, they ran it. So that was a great game, man. Great calling by both sides of the team. But we do got to come out there with a dub, man. So I say Calamari looked great after that pick six. Like, he looked great. He was looking great before that, too, as well, man, watching from the sideline. He was really, you know, making good throws, you know, checking the ball down. Like, he did what a lot of quarterbacks don't do in this league, give what the defense is giving you, you know. Sometimes we drop back in coverage, some soft coverage. He'd chunk it down to his guys, just make a play and keep the drive going. You know, who running the ball, they stay in a lot of big personnels. Talking about 12 and 13, running the ball. And uh, look here, Connor is a brick. He's a hard dude to tackle, man, because in 2020, he gave me a concussion. I'm talking about I ran, tried to tackle him, hit him in his leg, put me straight to sleep, and had to go in. And I'm talking about one of my deep comas. I, like, woke up and thought I was in uh, back at home in Houston. And I was just in the locker room. So uh, he's a tough, tough dude to tackle, man. He was running very hard. He's a very, very underrated back, man. Good vision. Good cutback skills. Very talented dude, man. So uh, it was a – they really just, like, went out there and just punched us in the face, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Because if you run the ball for 215 yards or so or more, that's punching in the mount. And, and we and we did not respond well at all. So – and once you can't stop the run, it stop, it's hard to stop everything. So play action starts to work. Uh, everything. So you just be all lost. So as a D coordinator – it's a tough game to call because the fact that you don't know what they're doing because everything is working right now. So that makes it very tough. So, and guys, you know, you want to stop the run. So you linebackers get a little tighter to the box. And next thing you know, they play action you and they throw it right behind you. And then you see Gannon. Gannon got that aggressive stuff. He was aggressive this whole game too. I'm talking about with the all side kick. But the philosophy of that was a great idea. Because he been here before last year when we was a great uh, clock managing team. Like, we got – we could run the ball and we could easily take off five or six minutes off the clock easily. And the fact that Gannon said, I'm going to kick an all-side kick to make they sh feel shorter. And, you know, if so they do score, they'll score faster than taking it from 80 yards in and making them come from, like, 40 yards. So, I thought the all-side kick was a smart move, you know what I'm saying, the, for time management. And, and and guess what? He believed in his defense because he a defensive coach. And what they defense did, went out there, stopped the guys, and made us just get three. So he made a smart play, man. That was a good, aggressive play by Gannon, man. So uh, got to command him from that. And he had to, he learned that from being over here because the fact, like I said, 
we can really have eight minutes off the clock. We don't have plenty of games last year and some this year, just a little bit this year. But last year, for sure, we had the ball for seven minutes. And I'm talking about 15 play drives and just punishing a defense. And he understood, like, that can possibly happen in this situation. So let's make it a short field so we can make this happen. Though, if they, you know, they score, we probably have a good bit of time left. And, you know, like I said, they did. And they did their thing, man. It went down there with a scoring drive with Collar and won the game. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. So let's get into this Eagles offense. Eagles offense was amazing first half. I'm talking about, I'm talking about on point. Here, 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 here. Making plays, making plays. My boy Julio. Two tubs, man. Two catches, two tubs. I'm talking about big boy game. Like, that's what we need out of a great number three receiver right now. You know, with Smitty and AJ really getting all the action and go and getting double teamed and all that. We need a guy like Julio that's been in this position on big time plays and making he just makes them. As you see, just added two um, two more to his Hall of Fame career. I'm talking about stepped up. Very, very big, man. He was he was ready for this great opportunity, and it came finally. I wish we would have won it for him because, you know, it would probably have been an offensive player of the game for us. You know what I'm saying? Even though he had two catches, but it was some big-time plays. So Julio had an amazing game. For Julio not to get the ball a lot, even though, you know, everybody wants to say he old or whatever, he still can go. But that just tells y'all how good AJ and Smitty are as a receiver, man. That the fact that I ain't saying he's taking a back seat, but he's willing to take a back seat for these guys because this is their time. You know, his time was way beyond. He already got a Hall of Fame career. And the fact that, you know, he come in a game and get two tough, that's big. So that says a lot about them guys, AJ and Smitty. Man, them guys are great, man. Alabama produced some great receivers. You know, AJ was almost an Alabamian. I call him Alabamian because I don't like him because they be all cheating. They be getting all – I don't know what it is about Alabama kids that go to – Alabama. Ah, I just don't like them, so I call them Alabamians. But AJ was almost an Alabamian, and Smitty was. So them guys really do some great things over there as a receiver core, man. So they're doing great jobs. It's no stopping that offense, especially on the fact that him and Dallas are not trying to get going. Definitely when Dallas get to going, now we got Julio. We're going to have a lot of great options. And shout out to my boy Swift. Just got his first 1,000-yard rushing year, man. 
really balling, really playing to a stream level, man, really doing some magic out there. I'm talking magic. He's been jumping over folks. He's been doing amazing things right now. And shout out to my boy Jalen Hurst, man. He just set the Eagles franchise single season touchdown record right now with 36. That's big time, man. Going to his second year, really fully starting as a true starter. He's doing an amazing job, man. He got to continue to keep playing at an elite level for us to get to where we need to go. And that shows you that he's playing at an elite level right now, but he got to and always will improve definitely in this playoff, man, because this is what we need him the most at in the playoff because the playoff is a big time. Big time players show up in big time moments. And right now he already been big time all year. Going into these playoffs, get them rolling. Sky's the limit for him. Sky's is the limit. And then Hurts cannot get to these 36 touchdowns and all this great stuff without these two guys for sure. AJ and Smitty going back to back a thousand yards again. You know, AJ ran about like 14, I think. Smitty ran about almost 1,100. So, I mean, they almost got to simulate the same numbers a little bit than they had last year. But without these two guys, it would be hard for him to reach that kind of goal right now. So shout out to Smitty them and AJ with back-to-back 1,000-yard receiving. I only think it's never been no Eagles receiver duo to ever do that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Don't quote me. But I don't think so. And right now they're doing that at elite, elite level, man, one of the best duo receivers in the league right now. So them guys, man, shout out to them guys. Them guys are really dogs. Them guys be putting in that work. And, man, he keep doing what he's doing. And media. Y'all got to stop making AJ the villain or something, man. I see a lot of stuff going on and getting said about my boy AJ. That man is a great, great leader. And just because he don't want to talk to the media, that don't mean he got a problem with y'all. He don't, he don't mind talking to me. He's just like, you know, he's a competitor. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to speak for him how he feel and all that stuff and all that kind of crazy stuff y'all want. But he a good dude, man. He's a great leader, man. He leads the way. He come to work every day, plays hard. And he just liked to win. That's one thing I know about AJ, and that's one thing I'm going to always say about AJ is he loves to win. So he he's not mad with the media. He don't got no drama with the coaches. He don't got no drama with uh, Hurts or none of that. He's just like, I'm want to win. And right now he focused on winning. So let him focus on winning. Let's do our thing because he won a championship. I want a championship. And my goal is to help him get a championship too, just like his goal to help me get one. So, yeah, media. Stop trying to twist up the pot, man. I mean, that man good. He's a great leader for us, man. One of the great mode models, too, for this uh, community and for the Philadelphia Eagles. With the offense rolling right now, like, it been an issue for a couple of weeks that the offense couldn't score and all that. Right now, they just scored a good, a good amount of points. So that's a good feeling for us. But on defense, let's get into this defense. Let's roll over to this defense. We got to contribute. You know what I'm saying? The guy offense putting up 20, 20 to 30 points. We got to go out here and stop guys. And this is what we did not do this week. We did not stop these guys at all. I don't think these guys even punted. So uh, I know we got a couple of, uh, maybe I think one, maybe fourth down stop or something like that. Maybe I think. But other than that, the second half, them guys was going crazy. I'm saying like, it was no stopping. I'm talking about drive starting from the 20 yard line and driving the ball down, controlling the clock. They looked like our offense last year went the game management uh, running the ball, a good mixture. They had a good 50-50 balance. They had probably like 250 yards rushing and about 200 yards passing. So that's like a very, very balanced offense. So uh, you, it's hard to stop a balanced offense, and we couldn't. And guys like that were just rolling, man. But let's get into some of this positive, man. I know I've been talking a little too negative all day. And my boy Sid, Sidney Brown, man, caught his first pick. And I'm talking about pick six. I think he may be the fifth Eagles player in history to have a 99-yard pick six. And you can see the wheels on him, man. He was pretty fast, man. He looked like a guy on Baywatch. You know how you do the Baywatch run. He's a 4-3 guy. 
And um, I was happy for him, man, to get his first pick and his first pick sit as a touchdown. It was a real big game changer because they had to drive and momentum going. And we ended the momentum with a pick six. You know what I'm saying? So, congratulations, my boy Sig, man. He got his first one in the book. And that's more to come, man. So, our rookies coming up, stepping up big, man. A guy with a pick six and one that, and a guy that ended the game two weeks ago against the Giants. So, uh, my guy, my young guy is kind of stepping up real big right now. And with that being said, man, y'all got to remember, Eagles fans, like, we got a lot of young players, like, in the secondary. A lot, man. I'm talking about you seeing them. I'm talking about year one guys. I'm talking about like babies. That's that's like 21 years old. They not even like fully developed. Like I know y'all know uh, Ringo. Like he 21. He's still a little like a little kid. So these guys still trying to literally understand the game of football and really trying to handle it as overall. So this is, this secondary is young. You know what I'm saying? Definitely without myself out there. But uh, Vontae been out, man. Vontae just came back, man, for the first time, man. He had to get his little get his feet wet. You know what I'm saying? It's been a long time he played, man, and just seeing him out there flying around and trying his best. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it was good to get him in some plays and get him out some plays. So, but uh, during the week, we go continue to keep working with him, man, getting better because he ain't been in the defense long enough to be honest. You know he learn he knows it, but he didn't have to. He didn't play fast and executing at a high level in this defense in a long, long time, man. So he got to really get back to field. And then we got new DC. So at one time we had a you know. A whole different DC that he was under at first. Now we got a new one, so he got to understand what this DC wants. So uh, I know everybody gonna be a little tough on my guy Vonte because y'all feel like he didn't have a good game. That's his first game back, man. So uh, all we needed him to be out there is be energy and just do his assignment the best way he can, and um, come out there and play fast and play hard. And that's what he did. But he do got to make plays because we do expect him to make plays because he's a leader on our defense. And I'm sure as we roll into these playoffs. Take will be very, very valuable to our position, to our team, and you will see the difference in our team when he gets to that level he needs to, and he will get there fast. So yeah, that's how I feel about the defense. That's how I feel about all that going on. But my final thoughts, man, uh, was this the worst loss of the season? I would say yes because of the fact that the situation we are in right now, you know, control our own destiny. Could have had the two seed, possibly the one seed, if fan friends lose the last games to the. LA Rams. So this is what makes it the worst. You know what I'm saying? And we is at home against a three and twelve team, not disrespecting the Arizona Cardinals, because they are better than what they records say, but we do expect to win games. And that was a game we should have won for sure. I feel like, you know, just going in there because I always want to win. I'm a winner. I want to win. So I do expect to go into every game and win. It was a tough game to watch, man, on the sideline. And so we're gonna still keep encouraging these guys. I was really still up there hollering, going crazy. I kind of lost my voice. You know what I'm saying? Because I was just out there just screaming and yelling, trying to get guys going. But, man, that was tough. Man. We needed that. We needed that because the fact that we controlled our own destiny at the time. But now it's in the Cowboys' hands, man. So we're looking forward to seeing the Cowboys lose to Washington. We hope so. Please lose. But if they don't, we ready for whatever, though. And right now, man, I feel like the media in the world and guys is just all around, bye, 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 Twitter and everything, Look, every, everywhere, just asking the team, man, these guys are – are these guys playing scared? These got all these guys got beef with each other. They're not playing for each other. They got all these kind of areas they want to hit. They got all this stuff going on. Are we are, are we scared? No. Do we need to play better? Hell yes, we need to play better. Do you? Uh, but I can't say right now. We need to be a lot more physical than we are. You know what I'm saying? Definitely on the defensive side because running for 200 yards, it's not really saying like we're not physical people. Like we physical, but. Some teams just out physical did that, that game. That's the game we just got out physical. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes we usually beat a hammer, and they wasn't there. But this game, 
we wasn't there and them guys were the hammers. So we got to fix that. We did not play right. We did not tackle well. We did not do that. So I would never say we scared. We ain't scared of nobody. All I say is we got to look ourselves in the mirror and get shit fixed because we don't got time to waste. And this week gonna be a week. We gonna change the world right now. We we got some shit to go on. I know right now it's a better feeling for us right now. Honestly, it's no pressure. It's no it's no it's no oh the Eagles this Eagles this. So everybody right now is down on the Eagles. Everybody's like we not worried about the Eagles. Da da da. They tricked us. They not this good. Da 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 da. So everybody attention to go elsewhere. Don't jump on the bandwagon when shit get going good. So make sure y'all stay over there. I know how this media world works. Oh, this could have been a team all the time. This should have been them doing this all year. This is the Eagles team we've been looking for. Nah, stay over there with that. Stay over there with that. We got we go, we go get the stuff fixed and we go get it rolling, man. Cause it's it's the time for it, and we and we ready. We looking forward to it. Guys are ready to go. Hey, on to the next game. And we got the Giants. We just saw them last week. Yeah, we got them again, man. So it's it's still fresh, still new. We still understand them, but we still got to go out there. And, and figure out what we doing wrong because they go see it on film and execute it their way and put it in their game plan to see how to beat us because they want to be spoilers. Everybody want to spoil us. So we can't let that happen, man. Definitely coming to this week. Got to go into the playoff with a win. Got to go into the playoff with a win. So we got we to gotta go out here and execute and play fast. This team been playing good. Definitely just played the rounds, man, to a tight, tight game. I mean, they lost the game by a field goal, a missed field goal because they could have won. And, you know, the Rams been rolling. I don't know if y'all been watching the Rams. The Rams been rolling lately. So they've been playing at a real playoff type of level. So uh, to see the Giants make it a close game with them, man, that's that's tough, man. I think the Giants got a nice, great defense, man. Got a great young corner over there. Then got a great veteran corner over there as well. Uh, Secondary is playing pretty well. Got a great run-stopper defense. So, yeah, man, they playing pretty good, man. So we got to go over there to MetLife and get this dub, man, and uh, and we'll get the rolling into this playoffs because uh, – we need it, and we need the blast. So uh, we got to go out here and execute and play bad, play way better than what we've been playing and get this duck. Hey, usually I have fan questions at the end, but right now today, I can't because I got a massage coming in in a few seconds, man. I got to get the body right, man, because I know y'all Eagle fans, y'all want me out there, so I got to get out there. And, and the massage is what I need. You know what I'm saying? Got to get the legs right. Got to get the... Got to get going. You know what I'm saying? I'm excited to get back out there whenever I do. But for me to get out there, I need to get this massage. So, y'all, thank y'all for tuning in. I enjoy y'all, man. So, if y'all stay through all through the show, man, thank y'all for the guys that stand through. And if you got any Eagles fans that's not watching this show, make sure you tell all the Eagles fans to come join your boy. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please do so. It help us out, y'all. So, I'll see y'all next week. Thank y'all.